fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Holy cow, a whole nother week ready to go for us. Welcome into the program. This is the Voice of Reason on a Monday. I am Andy Hoosier. Welcome in broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station. But we are all over the country, multiple radio stations, TV stations, live streaming and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. It's always great to have you along for the ride today. Your Millennial General reporting for duty. Big show lined up for you. Big week lined up for you. Holy cow, it is getting closer to election season, and I think the campaigns are starting to feel the heat just a little bit all across the nation, both for statewide races and for national races. We have the duel right now. As we go into this week, there is apparently much eyes and attention and focus on the state of Arizona. As we go into this week with the battle for the governor's race in the state of Arizona. Now, this week, this week I'm telling you, all eyes are on Arizona as we have the battle of the establishment versus the MAGA movement. As Joe Biden said, the most radical political organization in the history of the United States. Not the you know KKK or the Democrat Party in general, but it's the MAGA movement that's the most radical out there. It is the establishment versus the MAGA. It is the Robson versus the Lake the Trump versus the Pence, as we go into this week, according to the Associated Press, with two major rallies on Friday for the two major Republican candidates. One of them, the Karen Taylor Robson, the housing developer that is the establishment middle-of-the-road candidate endorsed by current Arizona Governor Doug Ducey and being holding a rally with former Vice President Mike Pence happening on Friday, the exact same day that Donald Trump is set to hold a rally in the state of Arizona as well for former TV news anchor Carrie Lake, who is the MAGA-endorsed conservative in the race. And boy, oh boy, that is going to be a major race. We'll talk about some of those politics here in a little bit. The big question really, though, is at those two rallies, because obviously being a, uh, a border state, they have to deal with a lot of the immigration issues going on, a lot of the cartel issues, a lot of the politics regarding the border things. I mean, I really guess the big question for them is how many of Jill Biden's breakfast tacos will be served at these two rallies on Friday? <laughs> Which leads us directly into something we haven't done in a very long time, but it's time for the latest. Andy's latest product. Because why not? So as you know, and for those that may not listen to this program as much, or maybe has not heard one, because we honestly haven't done one in like five or six months, it is time that we have done a new Voice of Reason infomercial. Now, for the disclaimer, these are cheesy infomercials. These are not real products, but these are satire bits to poke fun at the other side. And obviously, after Jill Biden's claim to fame, where she comes out and has to speak almost like Joe Biden, calling the Latino community as diverse and as unique as a breakfast taco in wherever she was, San Antonio or Dallas or somewhere in Texas, we figured this is a prime opportunity for us to poke fun on something that's already just as stupid. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it has been a long in coming, but our latest Voice of Reason product infomercial the with the Jill Biden is breakfast taco. radically diverse in the United States. Some would say as unique and diverse as the food they eat. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, 
as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. And now you can enjoy the flavor and diversity that every member of the Hispanic community gets to enjoy every single day. Jill Biden's very all-new breakfast taco special from The Voice of Reason. Hola amigos, I'm Adan, your Jill Biden breakfast taco. Now you too can enjoy the unique, diverse flavors of Mexico and Latin American with me. Adan the breakfast taco has everything a growing boy, girl, undecided, or other may need. Start off with a thick layer of potato seasoning with fresh and delicate spices of Mexico and cook to perfection. The potatoes show not only are we tough on the outside, but soft and lovable on the inside. Next, enjoy the two large huevos. No breakfast taco is complete without our famous huevos. They are there for all to enjoy. What comes next in the delicacies is the true sign of diversity and uniqueness in the culture as there are just too many options. Chicken, carne asada, chorizo, pork, bacon, vegetarian, the choices are endless. We have a flavor for everyone, but you won't know if you like it until you try it. And we like it all. Finally, your Jill Biden Adon Breakfast Taco is always personalized for you with the specially unique and diverse toppings only found in the ever-expanding diverse culture of Latin America. Top me off with your favorite great-tasting cheese, sour cream, or gravy. But don't forget, what sets your breakfast taco apart from any other breakfast taco is a little spice. Forget the salsa from the supermarket. It's time to do the real spicy direct from Mexico with the slices of jalapeño, habanero, or red chilies. Plus top all off with your favorite Valentina or tapatio. Show off your unique diversity with your very own Jill Biden breakfast burrito from The Voice of Reason. Order now and multiply your diversity with two Jill Biden breakfast tacos, all for the price of one. It's the Voice of Reason's Jill Biden Breakfast Taco. Are you diverse enough? Coming, Coming to a, a restaurant, restaurant near you. Andale, andale. <laughs> there it is, the new Voice of Reason product infomercial, the Adon Breakfast Taco. Now, I have to give a shout out to those that helped me produce this one because uh, obviously if I make this myself, I would be labeled as like a Donald Trump crazy radical racist. Now, obviously... That's not the case because we're poking it's fun of someone who made a ridiculously absurd racist comment by Breakfast Tacos. So uh, for those that don't know, here in the local market where I'm based out of in Wichita, Kansas, I know that we have listeners all over the country here, but in our Wichita market, the company that I work for recently purchased a Spanish radio station, and we have uh, a lot of DJs that are here locally, and they were able to help me produce that one because when they heard about the Jill Biden thing as well, they shook their heads on how stupid she sounded uh, saying that kind of comment. So they were all on board. That was not just me that wrote that. You cannot claim that the evil white racist guy made the insanely insensitive infomercial because guess what? It was uh, it was a group effort from all of us that actually made that one to poke fun because you know what? When you had the view come out and say, you know what? We understand what you were trying to say, but you just could have said it maybe just a little bit better or please don't mention our food or can you imagine what they would have said during the Donald Trump issue? So there it is. The latest infomercial. We'll have that up on our website at whosyourreason.com. You can download that and listen to it anytime you want. The latest, uh, Adon, which Adon is our program director for La Raza Spanish radio station here in Wichita. And uh, he helped me produce that. So I appreciate that very, very much. But uh, Adon, the breakfast taco, the Joe Biden breakfast taco 
right here, our latest Voice of Reason infomercial. How many of those are going to be sold at the latest rallies coming up on Friday between Joe Biden, uh, between uh, Donald Trump and Mike Pence with the battle of the Republican Party? Now, I don't think the division is as bad as what the mainstream media is saying, but the Associated Press loves this story, showing the divisiveness going on within the party right now with this election coming up on where the direction of the party will be in the state of Arizona. Now, if you've listened to this program again in any way, shape, or form over the last few weeks, you've realized we've had a lot of candidates on from the state of Arizona because that is going to be a hot spot, not just for the election integrity issues and the voting fraud potential that was going on before, but also on the state of the party itself. The state that almost like Candace, where I'm based out of, it almost seems like there's a there's a bit of a resemblance there. We're very conservative on the local statewide front, but on the national stage, we seem to put up some moderate candidates at times. Here in Kansas, we've had a few of them. One of them right now is fantastic. We're going to have Senator Roger Marshall on the program again here soon. I just talked with his people. We might sit down with him Thursday or Friday this week. We'll see. But uh, the rest of them, well, not the rest of them, the other senator that we have, (laughs) not so much. Not so much on the conservative front. And I would like to remind him that for the eight years I've been on the radio here in the largest radio market in Kansas, he's yet to come on my show. Just throwing that out there. Throwing that out there. Arizona's been the same way. We've had John McCain. We've had Jeff Flake. We've had some other not-so-conservative individuals representing that great state of Arizona for a long time. And it's time to change. It is time to change that. And with those that are dealing with major problems on the border, for those that are dealing with major election integrity problems, for those that are dealing with some major budgetary issues in the state of Arizona, you need a conservative almost like a Donald Trump, to come in, overturn the tables, and start something fresh. You have to, because nothing else is going to change. So having the moderate, middle-of-the-road establishment, I mean, the Associated Press is what's calling Karen Taylor Robson the establishment candidate and was endorsed by Governor Doug Ducey there in Arizona, trying to get her off the ground because the Trump-supported Carrie Lake is the one with the momentum right now. Will the MAGA movement spread from Texas with that 34th district where Myra Flores was able to win in a district that was Democrat for 150 years, will that movement spread out and not only start transitioning from Democrat blue districts, but also start turning things a little bit deeper red in areas as well who are just done, done with the shenanigans, done with the crap. It's time for you to grow a little bit of some huevos yourself, if you know what I mean, and be able to stand up and fight for what needs to be fought for. Fight against the system. I mean, right now we have Texas with uh, Governor Greg Abbott, who I think has a brilliant plan. And with every illegal immigrant that's coming over with this mass migration of caravans flooding the border right now, overwhelming communities there on the border, what's Governor Greg Abbott done? He's gotten 150 buses and is shipping them to Washington, D.C., Shipping these individuals. Now, it's sad that they're being used as pawns in that sense. But, hey, ship them to Washington, D.C. and let Washington, D.C., the Democrats who don't live on these border states, who don't understand the craziness that's going on right now and the madness that's going on, let them get a little taste of what's happening down at the borders when they're getting overrun. According to the Washington Examiner and Newsmax.com, more of the 150 buses are traveling from Texas and Arizona to be sent to Washington, D.C., bringing near 6,000 migrants to the heartland of the country in Washington, D.C., though the operation has cost the border states millions of dollars, $6.8 million, especially in the state of Texas alone. Governor Greg Abbott 
the Texas governor said it's achieving the desired results. As quote, Governor Greg Abbott's launched Texas border bus mission backed in April to bring President Biden's border crisis to his backyard and help Texas border communities that are being overrun at the federal government dumps migrants in their towns. Uh, now D.C. is experiencing just a fraction of the humanitarian crisis overwhelming our border communities and our state every single day. With our nation's capital finally feeling the pressure of President Biden's reckless open border policies, it's time he does his job and secure the border the way it needs to. Even the Democrat policies and even the Democrat talking points that were supposed to be big wins for the minority communities for Democrats and Joe Biden are starting to fail and crumble miserably, which is why we're seeing what we're seeing in Arizona and in Texas and in New Mexico and working their way up north. And that is why I think in the state of Arizona, we're going to see a major victory for MAGA supporters for conservatives, and they're going to start cleaning out some of those establishment Republicans. Not all over the place, obviously, because it's going to be work in progress, and it has to be done little by little, but it's going to be done, and I think individuals are going to be very happy with the way things have turned out here. If we can get conservatives into the attorney general's offices and fight legally against the Supreme Courts, remember that, legally, if we can actually uh, secure the borders on some of these border states and actually fight against the Democrat policies with allowing the cartels just to run rampant left and right, I think that everybody, including these minority communities, are going to be feeling better off and actually see the American dream flourish for everybody around. All right, we got to take a break. Let me know your thoughts. Our new Jill Biden breakfast taco infomercial. We may play it later on in the program again. We'll see. Uh, if you have hate me, email. You're more than welcome to email me. Who's your media network at gmail.com. Let me know how bigoted I am to work with those to make fun of someone who said an insanely insensitive remark, but yet we're the racist ones, right? Yeah, come on, the man. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reasons throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. There it is. Welcome back into the program. Getting some good feedback on our new infomercial. Again, we'll have that up after the program. You can go to HoosierReason.com. You can find the special features tab at the top of the website. And you can see all of our infomercials that we've made. For those that are relatively new to the program, we usually try to make these on a semi-frequent basis. It's kind of some cheesy product. Remember the Billy Mays here? You know, the sales stuff that you see overnight on TV. We try to make some of those in audio form on the program for your enjoyment. So if you missed it, go to HoosierReason.com. And uh, after the program, you can see the podcast and you can also see the special features tab. Click on that. All of our cheesy infomercials, our satire bits will be on there. The latest one, Jill Biden's Adon the Breakfast Taco. And a hat tip to Adon and Dulce for coming on and uh, being able to help make that one happen with us for <laughs> uh, for producing the latest uh, Voice of Reason infomercial of our new breakfast taco. Served right here only on the Voice of Reason. All right, lots to get to today. We have uh, Mark Mix. He's with the National Right to Work Committee coming up in just a few minutes at the bottom of the hour. Can you believe that we are a month away from school season again for the fall semester? I, I know, breaking your minds right now, right? School starting right around the corner. And so we'll talk with Mark Mix, National Right to Work Committee. Apparently, there's a new agenda for the teachers unions nationally. The NEA, the National Education Association for all the teachers unions, they have their new agenda that includes mandatory masks in some parts of the country, mandatory vaccines in some parts of the country, and banning the words mother and father. Whoa. Whoa. So we'll talk with him about all that, plus the 9.1% inflation rate, how that's helping you know workers and that sort of thing with the economy. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. Real quickly, though, as we talk about election season, there is a interesting post that was made by Dr. Oz, the candidate for U.S. Senate out of the state of Pennsylvania, as he was endorsed by Trump. Trump got a lot of heat, I think, for that endorsement. And we'll see how Dr. Oz continues on, because he's kind of shied away from the MAGA movement over the last week or a couple of weeks as he's trying to play more on the moderate side, which... To his defense, not really to his defense, but to many politicians' explanations, they usually go more moderate in the general election. They go hard right or hard left for the primaries. They win the base over, and then they try to expand their horizons and expand that umbrella as they go into the general election, hoping to scrape up some of those independents or undecided that are the middle of the road. Well, Dr. Ross has definitely taken that true to word and has definitely gone more on the moderate side after i mean literally days after he ended up winning the nomination in the primaries well now he's texting out to individuals doing the fundraisers of a picture of donald trump and says keep the maga movement alive liberals are winning the fundraising race and the america first pro-trump movement feels defeated if just seven maga supporters step up right here right now we'll be able to turn things around our nation cannot afford uh, for the MAGA movement to die off, and they have a link for them to be able to donate. That's interesting. Very interesting how they actually use the MAGA movement for the fundraisers 
building up to the election. Now, I don't know whether that's true or not. They always say, oh, we're out of funds. We don't have any more money. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes that's not true. But the fact that he's still using the name I find intriguing since he's all but left the MAGA movement going into the general election. He still says that he's pro-Second Amendment. He still says that he's pro-life. He still says X, Y, and Z. But he's definitely changed the sternness in the conversation since the primaries. So many are still scratching their heads wondering if Dr. Oz is still going to be the great conservative that we thought he was going to be, or that we really knew he wasn't going to be, but he pretended to be in the primaries. And we'll see where he stands if he gets the nomination and ends up actually winning the race in November. But using the MAGA movement to try and rally the troops, it's smart, but it's also a little strange and hypocritical for the rest of the campaign that he's been running on uh, since, I don't know, the last month or so. Can Dr. Oz pull it off in the state of Pennsylvania? Can Carrie Lake, the candidate for governor in Arizona, the MAGA-endorsed individual there, can she carry the uh, torch all the way to the finish line in that state as well with two major rallies going on at the end of the month? Election season, whether you like it or not, as frustrating or as annoying as it is or not, it's officially here. Are you ready? We'll talk some more about that in a little bit. Mark Mix, though, right around the corner after bottom of the hour. It is a Monday episode of The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch The Voice of Reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion, religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Halfway through the show already for the first day of the week. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about. It is trying to cram literally that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time, upsetting the left more than we could ever imagine. I I expect your hate emails at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. It's okay. It's all right. You can send me the hate mail. Call me how to what a bigot weirdo jerk that I am. It's cool. I'm I'm prepared for it. I am ready for it, and we'll have some fun with it. So welcome back into the program. If you want to hear again our new infomercial, Adon the Breakfast Taco, then you can find us on uh, the website. Find the infomercial at HoosierReason.com. Again, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. We'll have it up shortly after the show today. And under the special features tab is all of our great infomercials and satire bits, and uh, you can hear that one on there. All right, let's shift gears a little bit here. Get into the latest. What's trending today? Boy, do we have a lot to talk about with this next guest, and I am super happy to have him back on. He's one of our favorite guests to have on the show, as there's a lot to get to economically. We have 9.1% inflation rates. We have back-to-school starting up here. We have litigation going on against the unions. Unions, man, 
I don't know if I've said this or not before. I know I have. That's kind of a rhetorical question. But for those that may not like it, I don't really care. I am no fan of the unions. And it continues to get worse, it seems like, out there. Excited to have this guy on. He's the president of the National Right to Work Committee. He's also president of the National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation as well. Mr. Mark Mix on the line with us here. Mark, how are you, brother? I'm doing fine, Andy. Good to hear your voice again, and there is a lot of news to talk about for sure. Good golly, there's a lot to talk about, especially on this side. Uh, I have to ask you real quick before we get into some of these other issues. Inflation. Last week, reports uh, for the month of June, 9.1%. Many issues with the supply chain as well, driving up the price even higher for some goods, up near 116 to 12.6% in some areas of the country as well. This seems to be an issue that continues to get worse. What took Jimmy Carter four years to screw up took Joe Biden a year and a half. Can we get this back on track soon? Yeah, I think we can. You know, uh, they say in, in warfare that the general fights the last war. And uh, the Carter situation with inflation was a little bit different. That was kind of a wage price spiral. Um, and one of the things that was relevant in the 1970s back then was kind of the union wage demands and other things like that. Right now, your point is well taken, Andy, the supply chain. I mean, when you have more money chasing the same amount or fewer goods, you have inflation. It's a really simple economic principle. And with the injection of literally trillions of dollars of liquidity into the marketplace for you know political reasons in many instances, and obviously people needed help, but the bottom line is this. It's a government-created monetary policy phenomena, and the only way to get out of it is to actually go through some pretty pretty stiff wind and pretty high water, frankly, to get out of it. And we'll see what uh, whether Biden and whether the politicians of this era have the courage to do what's necessary and say, you know what, we can't spend that much more money. Yeah, well, we can't spend that much money. We can't be printing that much more money as well. We printed so much money over the last couple of years that we've almost doubled the amount of money that's just in the consumer base right now for people to have, and that's not helping. They say that the value of the dollar is going up. I saw that report earlier today, but I just I don't see that. I don't buy it. No, it, it just, yeah, I mean, it really gets crazy. And, and you're right, I, the liquidity, the printing of the money, the increase in liquidity in the marketplace is what causes the inflation. And it's nothing else. It's not Ukraine. It's not anything else. It's literally the government flooding the market with money and maintaining the same amount or fewer goods. That's really the definition of inflation. And unfortunately, it hurts everybody. You know, union officials uh, that are out there demanding higher wages, I mean, that, that, is going to create a slowdown in the economy because employers can say, look, I can't afford to do this anymore. So it's likely that we're seeing an employment picture that will probably change because of the demands in the marketplace right now that are actually supporting that inflation. So, yeah, we've got to get off the spending habit. We've got to get control of the monetary base. And uh, there's lots of other issues there. And, I, you know, look, we just solved the problem. How long did it take us? Yeah. A couple seconds. Yeah, exactly. Seconds. What about unions? Yeah, where, where do unions stand on this issue? Are they all about because they can predominantly still donate to the Democrats and the progressives that have these ideas? Don't they see kind of what's going on? Or do they just kind of shake their head or are they delusional as well, thinking that that stuff actually solves the issue? Well, I think what they're thinking right now is this is an opportunity to make more demands on the, at, you know, at the wage counter. Basically, they can say, look, our people are falling behind, so we need to demand more wages. But then again, that just exacerbates the problem as you move forward. I mean, increased costs mean, you know, it, that means increased. Look, at some point, someone's going to say, I'm not going to be in this business anymore. And that reduces supply. That reduces the number of services that are available to people by simply raising the cost of doing business. And, you know, I know there's lots of arguments out there, and Andy, I'll, I'll get some phone calls, too, just like you said at the beginning of the show, you're ready for them. But it's really, that's the reality of it. And so at a point in time where, look, say you get an 8% wage right now, you're actually losing ground. 
yeah. in this marketplace because of the policies. And you're right, the, the disconnect between rank-and-file workers and union officials is growing wider and wider and wider all the time as they continue to support politicians who are interested in spending more money, you know, reducing our energy supply, making us dependent on foreign countries for our energy, when in fact we were independent, we were in energy independent, what, just two years ago? Yeah. That is very true. I, you and I have talked about this a little bit before last time, so I don't want to go down this road too deep again. But the energy market especially, it sounds like even the unionized workers, they're ready. They're itching. They want to go out. They want to produce the oil. They want to produce the natural gas and the coal. They're ready to do so. They just don't have the green light to make it happen right now. I think that's right, and that's a political decision. And unfortunately, they're, quote, represented, and I'm using my finger quotes, Andy, they're represented by union officials back here in Washington that are basically kowtowing and supporting the administration that's blocking new development, blocking existing energy sources from coming to the market inside the country. So if you're an energy, if you're in the energy business and you're a unionized guy, you've got to wonder what the heck, or gal, I should say, just to be safe, um, you should be worried about what the heck your union officials are doing back here in Washington supporting these candidates and these politicians that say we're not going down back to uh, any kind of energy policy where we can be independent. We definitely live in crazy town. We're talking with Mark Mix, National Right to Work Committee. Let's shift gears a little bit. I cannot believe that we are a month away from school time already. The education system gearing up for the fall semester of 2022. And it sounds like the NEA, the National, Associ- or National Education Association, the largest teachers union in the nation, they have a few different agendas that they're going to be promoting this year. After taking some hits, I think, last year, we had parents that started taking over school boards locally and realizing what the hell's going on there. We fought against the critical race theory. We fought against some of the uh, some of the standardized testing that the education system was trying to push out that wasn't necessarily helping us. But they have some new ones, including mandatory masks, vaccines, and even words that we're not allowed to say anymore. What's going on here? Yeah, that's really no surprise, Andy. When you look at the nature and the mission and the objectives of the National Education Association Teachers Union, you see a real disconnect between what parents are thinking is happening in the government school system and what union officials and the board members they elect are trying to do to us. And, you know, they recently completed their annual convention in Chicago back on July 3rd through July 6th. And a lot of the issues they talk about, Andy, you won't be surprised by this, but others might, have very little to do with the educational product and has everything to do with kind of how they address public of policy issues like the homosexual agenda or the masking agenda, the vaccine agenda. I know that they, you know that has something to do with schools, but after two years of this, I think it's pretty clear to most Americans that the masking policy wasn't something that, that helped in the schools, and the vaccine policy is something that is really hard to support based on the results that we've seen since then, and the fact that now the, you know, Mr. Science, Anthony Fauci, says it does nothing to help, to help healthy people. I mean, it just really, it, it's amazing that they continue to go down this road politically, um, and it's not necessarily science anymore, but it's political science. And we're seeing the same thing from the American Federation of Teachers. You know, it's Randy Weingarten, the president of that union, which is the AFL-CIO affiliated teachers union, that was literally, you know, dictating the terms and conditions of school openings to the Center for Disease Control and for the White House. I mean, one wonders what, what, what degree she has in virology or epidemiology that allows her to say, yeah, this is what we're going to do in the schools. I mean, obviously she can listen to the teachers and give their point of view, but the fact that they have this type of power over the politicians is something I think a lot of taxpayers, a lot of parents are waking up to. I really agree. So what's the point? What's the purpose of trying to push this mandated vaccine and masks again now? I mean, obviously, we have this new rising, quote-unquote, sub-variant that everybody's concerned about, so I'm sure that that included some of the fear, but 
why now, if the science doesn't prove it and more people are aware that the science doesn't prove it, is it just a control thing? Is it just a paranoia state? Do people recognize this? Or is it just truly we want to, in their heart of hearts, think that this is going to make the classroom safer? I mean, what's the purpose of pushing this right now? Well, I'm sure their narrative is they want to try to make the classroom safer. But I think what we see is that we want to get to a point again where in the political season, the, the fear and the control of government over the electoral process is something they're thinking about. Um, you know, I, I can't be in the minds of Randy Weingarten and Becky Pringle, the president of the NEA. But I do know after the fact, when they put out their resolution assembly data about the, dis- the issues they debate, they have more to do with the social policy of the country and the culture of the country than, than basically educating our children. I think the best example of that is uh, what Cecily Myart, I think she's the, she's the president of the Los Angeles Unified School District Union out there. And when asked about the damage that could have been done or as was done to the students during the lockdown the first time, she said, well, it's okay if our babies don't learn their multiplication tables. They know the difference between a riot and a protest. Those are her words, not mine. That gives you a tenor and a taste of what they're interested in and using their power, their government-granted power of monopoly bargaining over all the teachers in the workplace to basically inject this agenda into the government school system. Well, and now that states are starting to take matters into their own hands and communities taking matters into their own hands, parents winning over school boards and starting to fight back against some of this stuff, both with the uh, maybe the LGBTQ community or the critical race theory. I mean, we're taking control back at the local level. The federal government's starting to lose power. The Department of Education's starting to lose power, which is why now on top of that, now we're wanting to ban words like mother and father, which doesn't make any sense to me. We've got about 30 seconds before a hard break here, but I kind of wrap that one up. Yeah, I think the NEA, one of the resolutions was changing a designation from mothers to birthing a person, right? That was a, that was a crucial issue for the NEA to get done at this resolution assembly that they just completed in Chicago. I mean, one wonders, one wonders. One wonders on that. Mark, can you stick over one more segment with us? Sure, absolutely. Fantastic. Hang tight. When we come back, I want to finish this one up. The agenda of the public education system. Are you ready going into the fall semester for this year? Also, you guys had some big wins with the National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation as well, fighting back some of these unions and the rights of workers. You know, actual rights of workers that the unions say they represent but don't really represent. We'll talk about some of that and some of the big wins that we're seeing across the board right now moving through a Monday here on The Voice Reason. One more segment left. Wrapping up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. That's what we do on this program. Reason, common sense, rationale. That's what we're all about here on the program. Welcome into it for a Monday on The Voice of Reason. Trying to cram everything we can into into this tiny little hour. I swear, we need four hours of content. I mean, I have four hours of content. We need four hours of programming in order to make it happen. <laughs> to really talk about everything that we need to. We're uh, hanging out right now with Mark Mix. He's the president of the National Right to Work Committee, also the National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation. Great stuff. He's one of our favorite guests we have on the program, talking about it, everything going on on that front. Which, Mark, we, you guys had some big wins over the last few weeks here, haven't you? Yeah, just last week, Andy, on Thursday night, a, a jury in the district in the uh, Texas District Court uh, a jury verdict came out uh, as a $5.1 million judgment against the, uh, Southwest Airlines and the union, the Transportation Workers Union, local down there, uh, in a fight against a flight attendant who was fired from her job for basically opposing the union's position on social issues. It's a really interesting story. Charlene Carter was, uh, was a 20-year employee with a perfect employment record, no blemishes on her record at all. Uh, when she found out the union was using the fees that she had to pay as a condition of her keeping her job, um, she found she basically objected to that. They were using it to support union travel back here to Washington for the march and the women's march and the Planned Parenthood sponsored march. And she is a, a Christian woman who doesn't believe that uh, abortion is anything she wants to be supporting. And yet the union, because of their power, has the ability to, quote, speak for her with her money as a condition of her employment. And so she stood up, objected to that. She also objected to the position the union took on a national right-to-work law. They put out a, a statement to all union members and those in the bargaining saying they should call their legislators and, and oppose right-to-work. And Charlene sent a message that said, well, I'm for right-to-work, and I believe in it. And then shortly thereafter, she was called into a meeting with Southwest Airlines, and she was fired. Um, and so the case went to court. Uh, there was lots of motions and discovery and all kinds of fact development over the case of the, over the course of this case. And in a six-day trial down in Dallas last week, uh, the the jury came back and said, "Look, this was a retaliation suit. They violated her Title VII religious accommodation rights. They violated her, the duty of fair representation that the union owes her to fight for her employment. And they de- basically said that it was retaliation in the sense because she spoke up, uh, and they fired her for her speech outside of the context of the work environment." Yeah, they were going to be responsible for punitive and compensatory damages, and they did. And it was a four point, a five point one million dollar verdict. 
That is a huge win and a huge success, and I can only imagine them trying to take it up to the higher level courts to try and appeal this one. But uh, <laughs> it's good that we actually have something like that under our belts to show that you cannot punish individuals for their personal opinion. So this isn't one where she's out there making public statements, trying to go after the company in a public manner. This is her in a private meeting saying, hey, I don't like where my dues money is actually going because you're not properly representing me. And they fire her for that. Yeah, that's right. The communication with the union official that she was in a dispute with were all private. They were private communications, basically through Facebook. Apparently, I, I don't know how to use Facebook that effectively, Andy, but you can send private messages, and it was like an email, if you will. And she objected to the use of, the, of her money for this process, and she explained her position and why she kept that position. And that communication went on, and the union official felt threatened by that and went to the employer and said, you know, you need to fire her. And uh, the, the, the company complied with that. And now we're, you know, five years later, we're at a point where certainly they're going to appeal it, Andy. They've admitted that already, and it'll probably go on for another two or three years. But your point is well taken. This is a great example of what, when courage and basically legal talent that's found here at the Right to Work Foundation, where we provide free aid for free to workers, get together and they make a point and they expose the injustice of forced unionism and this forced association that requires workers to pay money to an organization that uses it and spends it on causes they do, they oppose. Yeah, amen to that. And what you guys are doing is absolutely amazing to try and fight for that. I remember the stories of my grandfather who worked 40 years with GM and he was part of the labor union there in Ohio where I grew up in that Rust Belt where everybody's all about the auto union unions and the UAW. He was part of that because he forcefully had to be. And he would tell me the stories of going around and having to put Republican bumper stickers and different signs over top of the stickers that the unions themselves would go around and put up for the Democrats telling people to vote that certain way. And he never got fired for it, but he definitely got a lot of heat and flack for it. And it's unfortunate <laughs> that, uh, you know, they represent him, but yet they tell him who to vote for and who to support. That's insane. Yeah, that's right. And that's, that's some courage, and we need more of that, and hopefully it's cases like this and, and uh, decisions like this that help more workers stand up and understand they, there's a place they can fight and they can win. Amen to that. It's Mark Mix, National Right to Work Committee, National Right to Work Legal Foundation, Legal Defense Foundation. Mark, so much stuff going on. You guys are rocking it. Keep up the great fight. It's always good to talk to you, my friend. I love getting you on here. Let's do it again soon. All right, Andy. Thanks for the opportunity. Hey, always a pleasure, my friend. There it is. We get him on every semi-regularly, about once a month or so. we got to get him on and get an update from that side of it. Battling the unions because they care so much about you. <laughs> That's a joke right there. That is it for us today. Podcast up in just a little bit. Our infomercial up on the website as well in just a little bit at HoosierReason.com. Let me know your thoughts on it. Check it out. Until then, we're back at it tomorrow. Be your own voice of reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.